0: Together Thanks
1: for listening to the KC Morning Show
0: Everything's running smoothly
1: Yo, 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 yo. What is going on? My name's Hartzell That's Kitty And this right here is right here It's the KC Morning Show hey oh no the dog going off that was a good high note this week lolita probably the best one of the week lolita rolling on her paw. am i rolling on her paw yeah well lolita why are you sitting behind the chair sorry baby girl hi kitty what's the word girl I don't know if you know this, but you're champion, Kitty. Why would I not know that, baby? I'm the best. Well, I just want you to, you know, I want you to strut around as such. You are a two-time champion, Kitty. Thank you. The KC Morning Hoes, also two-time best local podcasters. Thank you. We love you. Hey, thanks for the pitch as well. Got to make sure we give them some love as well. Kitty, just real talk. What'd you think? Because I didn't get a chance to hear from you yesterday because you were working, bringing home that bread. Actually, someone sent me a screenshot of it like two hours before, apparently, when it actually came out. Got a little bit of a leak. I I did. (laughs) I did have an inside report. After last year, you were very, very excited. This year, same excitement or what? This year, I was kind of like, if we don't win, whatever, man. But if we do win Then the rest of you are suckers So Feeling pretty good About not being a sucker Nor a loser And that's really the best You can ask for We've had the chance To win Best Local Podcast Two times And we have won Both times that's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Oh, what am I doing? Kitty stepping on the lead. Fridays on your KC Morning Show, styled by the homies over at Charlie Hustle. Girl, what is that promo code? That is KCMS twenty. And you tell me right now, best local podcaster. What does that get you? Well, Hearts Love's gonna get you twenty percent off in store, online, in person. You got Chuck's number? Hit him up. Get you one of them. Charlie asshole. On the show today, by the way, Benny Heiss, going to do a sports thing on this Red Friday. Go Chiefs. And Rogers, What an asshole. Also on the show today, my brother Spencer Toter. He's running for U.S. Senate, but tomorrow, this is important, y'all, a rally for freedom for Kevin Strickland. This man has been in prison for over 40 years for a crime he did not commit. Just a travesty. Tomorrow at 3 o'clock at the Jackson County Courthouse, the rally for Kevin Strickland. Spencer Toter's got more info on that in just a bit. So, here's what we're gonna do today. Kitty, you've gotta go to work, yeah? Gotta bring him that bacon. I could be a very good house husband. You know that, right? Have you noticed how clean those dishes are? Didn't the dishwasher
2: break yesterday? All
1: right, you didn't have to bring up that part of the story, Kitty. You know why I broke? Because I was working too damn hard. I was washing too many goddamn dishes because I'm such an excellent hard soul homemaker. And now I got to call maintenance. <laughs> Hey, Kitty, you want to do some quick hits real quick? This weekend, daylight saving!
2: Hey, we all get an extra hour of sleep this weekend. Daylight saving time ends on Sunday, which means we turn back our clocks for one hour that fall back. Keep that in mind as you make your weekend plans.
1: I know a lot of folks want us to defund daylight savings, but that feeling you get when you get to move that clock back, if you know you're getting that extra hour, mm, there's nothing better. Did I hear Q on the phone the other morning? Yeah, you did. Mayor and <laughs> Lucas, did you not listen to yesterday's podcast? You know, the one that we announced that we won?
2: It's in the queue.
1: It's, oh... Oh, that's what the title should have been damn it. This is why I need you on all the interviews. And on yesterday's show, he mentioned that they're voting on this. Well, they passed it. A modified mask mandate in Kansas City. Today's vote was a really big deal. It comes after 17 months of on and off citywide mask mandates, oftentimes leading to some heated conversations and prolonged uh, council public hearings. Nonetheless, it passed 11 to 2. I said 30 days ago that I wanted to see us at least find a way to wind out again responsibly. But we're still pushing vaccinations where we're still saying for those who need protection to make sure they're wearing masks but importantly for us to really make sure we're looking out for the school kids and others and last but certainly not least this story's gonna hit very close to home with you guy fieri kitty said he's all in to officiate whose wedding our wedding even maybe more iconic than us i didn't know that was possible but it might be oh his kristen stewart's what I think you said recently that it would be kind of cool
0: if Guy Fieri maybe officiated your <laughs> what. Well, we decided we were just going to check in with him to we see what he them. had to think no. about. Oh, yeah, cool. Take a oh peek. Take a peek.
1: Ah! Hey Kristen, Guy Jenny here And I've heard through the Flavortown grapevine That you are looking for a sweet, spiky-haired
0: officiant for your wedding (laughs) I'm all in Oh
1: (laughs) Is that I do? Was that a real offer or was that (laughs) I know, is he joking? No, I think he means it I wonder if yours was a real offer, you really want him? Absolutely (gasps) I love it Dylan? Is it May or Mayer or Meyer? I never know how to Probably do it. Probably Meyer. Meyer? All right. Kristen and Dylan. Wow. You know, I just love that weddings can also exist in Flavortown. I didn't know, you know, what was allowed and what wasn't. Happy to know that Kristen Stewart's got a key to the city. All right, Kitty. Up next, Spencer Toter, followed by Vinny Heiss. You good to go? of here, bit. It's a good day to be a Kansas City, and always a good day to be a Kansas City. And my friends, we'll see you in the ma'ulin'. Bye. Bye. Spencer Toter running for U.S. Senate, but on Saturday, like tomorrow, November 6th, we got something going on that I think is actually maybe even more important than that. At least it's more important right now. I'm going to go ahead and and fall back. Spencer Toter, welcome back to your KC Morning Show. Tell us what we got going on tomorrow.
0: Hartzell, right, so thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. You are a megaphone for truth and justice in the American way. You, you're doing it. So thank you for that, my friend. It's absolutely essential that your listeners and the, the people around Kansas City and throughout Missouri know some of the dirty details of what the underlying problems are in our society. And one of them right now is a ridiculous number of people in prison who do not belong in prison. These are innocent people people, predominantly black men, who should not be in prison, who who deserve freedom, who deserve justice, if anything like that could even be possible for someone who had spent years in jail. And right now, there's a man named Kevin Strickland who's been in jail for almost 44 years. And on Monday, he's going to have a hearing to try to get his release. And we're in Kansas City, we're putting on a rally in front of the courthouse of Jackson County to say, free this man, overturn and expunge his record, make it So he can go back and and try to live out the rest of his years in peace after he's been wrongfully convicted and put in prison for 44 years of his life. And I just want to make sure that we draw some attention to that and, and we, we call out these injustices and bring people together.
1: So Spencer, I guess in the immediate, we got to focus on getting Kevin Strickland out of there. But as you're on the campaign trail and what I love about what you got going on, you know, you're from the St. Louis side, but you're in Kansas City today because this is not just a state issue. This is a humanitarian issue. How do you merge this message to make it a universal thing? Thing throughout the rest of your campaign,
0: I would say that the overarching message is that when when people are advertising and when people are tweeting, that doesn't actually matter. What matters is using those tweets and those advertisements to surround ourselves by taking action. And my campaign is about taking action. So we stepped up. We're working with the National Organization for Exonerees. We're working for Missourians for Alternatives to the Death Penalty, working with Our Lives Matter. And these aren't organizations that we're asking for an endorsement. They haven't endorsed us. They're they're organizations that are doing the work already. And we're providing resources and bringing people together to to say that this is what it means to govern. It means to stand up for the people who deserve to have a voice. It means that when people aren't being heard, we go out and we give them a megaphone you know on your show before you've had on a mutual friend of ours kenneth nixon who who's an exoneree who was freed seven or eight months ago and he started this organization national organization for exonerees and it's about making sure that he has a platform and so my campaign is about making sure that the voices that have been silenced by so many years of suppression and oppression and in in this case most likely and almost definitely and i can promise you from my perspective blatant racism that these voices are brought to the table and given the loudest megaphone possible we can call for things like conviction integrity units which which allowed kenneth to be freed and have the potential to allow kevin to be freed and and hopefully as they expand nationwide and throughout our state allow countless more prisoners who should not be in prison to be freed.
1: So let's break down what's going on tomorrow, November 6th at the Jackson County Courthouse. Let's run through the schedule. Yeah,
0: no, thank you. So the key note to all of this again is giving people a megaphone. So we have six speakers lined up and we even have a Missouri exoneree who is on death row, who is exonerated, who will be speaking at this event. This is someone who is slated to be put to death by our state. Something inhumane And grows from the start when he was able to prove his innocence, and it turned out he never even should have been in prison. So we're gonna have these amazing speakers who have been exonerated. We're gonna have organizations represented who are gonna continue to do this work because we recognize that this isn't specifically only about freeing Kevin Strickland. It must be about freeing Kevin Strickland, but this work must continue because the systems that created Kevin Strickland's imprisonment continue unless we stop them.
1: Jackson County Courthouse tomorrow, Saturday, we're gonna get folks there at three o'clock. Yes, Spencer?
0: Yes. so we're going to try and start speaking as close to three o'clock as possible. So I'd say if people want to get there a few minutes early, we just want to make sure that everyone has an opportunity to hear these voices because that's the only thing that matters in this scenario. I I think it's absolutely essential that other candidates throughout this state and throughout this country recognize that when we're given this position of privilege to be running for office, we use it to bring up the voices of those that are more marginalized and that don't have the same kind of platform. And so we want to make sure as many people are there as possible and that we make this megaphone as loud as humanly possible. Because this message, I got to tell you, I've heard Kenneth speak several times, Kenneth Nixon, the head of the National Organization for Exonerees. And every time I heard him speak, it brought me to tears. It literally brought me to tears. And that's what started our friendship is I heard him speak and I went into my car to to drive home and I couldn't drive home. I I had to sit there and think about what I just experienced because it is that impactful to know that there are men, there are women, there are people of color predominantly who spent years of their life in prison and came out and they said, I just want to make the world a better place. I understand that it isn't always fair and just in the past, but if we're going to have a fair and just future, we need to do the work and they've committed their lives to that. And I cannot tell you how important it is for their voices to be lifted up and for us to provide them the opportunity to lead their movement and just to give them the platform to do so.
1: And I think it's super important, Spencer, in this moment that we're in, I think it's vital that we make it known where we stand in this moment in history. And again, in this moment right now, in the immediate, we have to get Kevin Strickland out of prison because it's an injustice every single second he's in there. You mentioned Monday's hearing. Is there any chance that he could be set free in the next few days?
0: It is possible. And I'm hoping that our energy behind this shows the community that when we come together, we can push towards this type of change. Hartzell, and I know you know this, but a, a lot of people don't, and a lot of my friends and family and folks that I talk to around the state don't know this. Kevin Strickland actually had a hearing lined up a few months ago to be freed. And and the National Organization for Exonerees were in Kansas City then. I think that's when you spoke with them last. And had Kevin been freed that day, he would have been able to attend his mother's funeral that weekend. And he was unable to do that literally because Attorney General Eric Schmidt and Mike Parson refused to have him released and he missed his own mother's funeral. So we're doing this because no one deserves to live life that way. No one deserves to be treated as a a pawn piece that sits in a prison so they can perpetuate stereotypes and and hate, and that we need to make sure that no one ever has a situation like that again, because every single day that this man remains in prison is an injustice. You can talk a little bit more, I'm sure, based on your conversations as you've assisted us in, in really making sure that this is a successful event. But think about the things that we've heard about who has come to his defense to say that he wasn't even there, that, that he didn't know that this crime was committed, that he was accused of and ultimately convicted for. I mean, do you want to talk a little bit about that?
1: Oh, absolutely. Can you break down the system that even allowed this to happen? You know, there's a lot of talk about the systemicness of it all. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's a thing. And we're seeing it right now in Kevin Strickland's situation. Yeah. Can you explain that?
0: Absolutely. Thank you. So there used to not be anything called a conviction integrity unit. This is a fairly new idea. And in Missouri, it's just passed and only in Jackson County specifically to start looking at cases like Kevin Strickland's. So Kevin Strickland was not present at the scene of the crime where a murder occurred 44 years ago. The witnesses have said that they did not actually witness him there. The actual murderers say that they'd never heard of him before that day. The judge and jury said that they went by evidence that actually isn't factual at this point, and they didn't take things into account that should have been taken into account. And the current prosecutor of Jackson County has said that this man should be released. So the establishment of these conviction integrity units allows a structure by which we can say Yes, mistakes were made in the past. Maybe not even mistakes, but gross injustices were committed in the past. But the only way that we're going to be able to work forward in a society where we don't continue to have these atrocities committed is by putting structures in place that allow us to make amends in some sort or to at least provide for a fair and just future, even though we cannot justify what has happened in the past. So we're calling for an establishment of so many more of these conviction integrity units across the state and country to make sure that this never happens again and so that these types of tools can be used to free innocent men and women
1: and can you also explain that as it stands now we've got the state going against itself as a way to keep this man in prison i don't know if we talked enough about that we've seen all the press releases from that clown eric schmidt who is our attorney general can you also explain that Yeah, I'd love to.
0: When we talk about why we hate paying taxes from time to time, it's because sometimes the roads are still a little bumpy and have potholes. It's because our schools aren't as good as they should be. And it's also because our state is suing itself effectively. Our state is using our tax dollars to keep a man in jail who deserves to be freed. Every one of these lawsuits is costing us money. Every one of these lawsuits is our state tax dollars being used as a campaign promise from Eric Schmidt that he will continue to perpetuate the, the systems that have existed that have oppressed so many people in the past. And so, you know, you and I talk about this all the time. It is absolutely disgusting that our money, when we sp- spend our tax dollars at the end of the year and we pay in or our sales tax goes to things, every one of these dollars, fraction of a cent is going towards our attorney general trying to push his, his racist platform of him becoming a senator so he can keep people in jail using our tax dollars. These are our tax dollars promoting his campaign with no support from the people of our state, but to try to rally up his troops who who don't want to see innocent men go free. And that is just despicable.
1: It's a big picture conversation, but in the immediate right now, we have to get Kevin Strickland out there. And tomorrow, there is a rally for Kevin Strickland at the Jackson County Courthouse. 3 o'clock is when we start speaking, but I would suggest getting there a little bit earlier. The lineup is incredible. Kenneth Nixon from the National Organization of Exonerees. The list goes on and on of speakers we have. Anything else you got, Spencer, as we get folks ready for this?
0: I think the main key, if they want to learn more, if they want to make sure they're going to the right place, they can go to SpencerToter.com slash Rally for Freedom. We've got a website up there with the flyer. They can go to Facebook. It's the hashtag free Kevin Strickland rally. It's all over the internet right now. We're hoping to have a lot of folks show up and we're going to have some media coverage there as well. So I hope that they're able to make it. I, I, I know that everyone's got a lot going on in their lives right now, but we got to remember that if innocent people are sitting in prison, we've got to put this ahead of our daily agenda and make sure that we know that a society that will keep innocent people in prison isn't a society that can
1: effectively govern us.
0: And so we need to make sure that we get the folks out there calling for a better future. And that's our goal.
1: And as much as we appreciate the hashtags, we got to look up and live. And part of looking up and living is fighting for freedom. And right now we got to fight for Kevin Strickland's.
0: Absolutely. Bring your mask. Bring your signs. Come on out. We, we look forward to seeing y'all.
1: Spencer Toter, he's running for U.S. Senate. And he's going to be a part of the Rally for Freedom for Kevin Strickland tomorrow, November 6th. Jackson County Courthouse. Get there right around two. Speakers at three. My brother, I'll see you tomorrow. See you soon. Thanks, Arch. Come on, Lenny. Pump it in there, baby. Just keep it trickling the ball down the field, boys. The KC Morning Show. Let's do a sports thing. He's the managing editor at BetSided.com, but you know, on this show, he is our manager in chief. All hail the Chiefs! Go Chiefs! It's Benny Heist, my brother. How you doing? I'm, I'm doing
2: even better now that uh, my guy Hartzell Gray and this outstanding show, a top the charts once again congratulations my brother it's well deserved
1: oh thank you man we could not do this show without you and i was gonna ask you last week i should have you know what what was the line set you know on us running this thing back you know i don't like to always bet favorites like we (laughs) talk about this all the time on the show but i mean sometimes the 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 safe bet is the right bet and i knew that this is the right bet by the way benny I heard that we're joined by a special um, guest correspondent for the sports thing.
2: My my wife Elena is in the car with me. We just got back, got some some good news. She uh, she had uh, leg surgery several weeks ago. Had a, a broken fibula and tibia, which I think last time I was on the show I might have called it uh, a fibia and a tibula, which is not the correct terminology. <laughs> but it's it's a long arduous process, and she's been an absolute champ and just trying to to get through the daily grind. And listen, man, it's it sucks. Like when you're when you're a mom with two young boys, you want to be as active as possible. And, you know, she's been letting me take control, which is not an easy thing for her to do. But here we are just getting through it. So, yeah, we're, we're on our way back. Positive doctor's appointment. She is on the on the right track to this long recovery process.
1: Elena, give me a hot take real quick. I want you to spit out the hottest of takes.
2: The hottest of takes. You think the Chiefs season is over, right? Absolutely. Okay, so like they they have no shot. In fact, I told Ben before the Chiefs even started preseason, I'm like, they're not going to be, they're not going to be great this year. They're going to be awful. Patrick
0: Mahomes, not going to be Patrick Mahomes. And who is right?
1: Benny, I love what we put together on this show, but I think you just got bumped, brother. I think that's it for you. I think Elena is <laughs> going to be the move going forward. I, you know what? I the last several weeks I've been trying to tell her like they're gonna figure a way out, and
2: they're like, nope, they're done. But I what what I want to know from you is is how did you know that they were done? Like what pieces? Was it just what you saw from the Super Bowl that convinced you that this team was done? Too much hype. Oh, okay, so you just thought they were they were starting to feel good about themselves, yes. and that was it. Yeah. In the defense, I mean, that's a given. If anything, Hartzell, what I'm learning is that my wife saw into the future I should be getting betting advice from her as well. (laughs) And I've missed out on a lot of opportunity to make some money this year.
1: I think what we're very quickly realizing is that our KC Morning showman of the game is actually Elena Heisler.
2: You hear that? I hear that. You got a, another award.
0: recording now.
2: It's recorded. It is official. All it is the out into the, the podcast first. Yeah, like Casey Showwoman, Casey Showperson of the Week. Here you come.
1: Here I come. Benny, what you thinking about this game, brother? How do you see it? Break it down for me. This is such a weird
2: game, Hartzell, because of everything that's happened over the course of the week. So it started off with the Chiefs' as two-and-a-half-point favorites, which didn't make a whole lot of sense considering that they've been so up and down. The Packers have been so good after that, that terrible opening you know, week one loss. They've won seven straight games and they've covered the spread in every single one of those games. So when the line opened up at Chiefs minus two and a half, I thought this doesn't feel like the right line. And then the Chiefs played on Monday Night Football. They barely got by the terrible New York Giants. And then oddsmakers completely flipped out, changed the line to Green Bay as a short favorite the road. And then Aaron Rodgers lied about being vaccinated and he got caught. And that caused the line to move all the way back in the other direction. Hartzell, the line has moved nine points from Packers minus one to Packers plus eight. The Chiefs are eight point favorites at home against the Packers team that's seven and one. And you can make an argument that, well, we don't know what Jordan Love is. We've never seen him play before. We have never seen him start a game. And Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's the MVP from last year. This feels like a gross overreaction to Rogers being out. I know that the chiefs are desperate for a win. They need to get their season turned around, but they've shown no indications that they can hang and win big against some of the really good teams in the NFL this year. That's just not who they've been. So the way that I'm looking at this game is that I actually think it'll be close. I do expect the chiefs to win, But are they going to go ahead and win by eight points or more? I I haven't seen that this year. And the Packers still have some really good players. They still have a really good run game, and that's an area that the Chiefs have struggled with. So I think they're going to run a ton on Kansas City, try to control the line of scrimmage, control time of possession. And I see this being like a... Like a 27 to 23 type of game where the Chiefs win by four, but uh, it's not in convincing fashion.
1: Is this still a statement game to you? I mean, are we just trying to pick up the dubs at this point? Can we take anything out of Sunday saying that we win
2: if they win it's a good win because you need wins and especially with some of the teams coming in like you got the Cowboys coming in in a couple weeks you still have plenty of division games like you need to get this win and it's going to be a standalone game uh, I think on Fox so from that standpoint I suppose it's a bit of a statement game but it would mean so much more you have the you know the state farm duo of Mahomes and Rogers going up against each other like that would have been a lot more fun you know from a just from a compelling standpoint you know Jordan Love is interesting considering that he might be the heir apparent to Rodgers and Green Bay, but um, it's not as big of a statement when, if you win, this is a game you should win at home without the Packers best quarterback.
1: All right, Benny, who you got? Who's your KC morning showman of the game? Who you got? I think
2: this is a good opportunity for, for Chris Jones to reintroduce himself back into Kansas city's universe. He's missed some games. Hasn't been a hundred percent. This is an opportunity for him, especially with a backup quarterback to try and generate some pressure. He's gonna have to be really good in run coverage because again, like that's what the Packers do really well. It's what the Chiefs have struggled with consistently throughout the year. If he starts plugging himself up the middle, starts making some big plays, a couple big tackles for losses, gets Jordan Love to the ground for a couple sacks. I, I think that sets the tone right away for Kansas City. So I, I like Chris Jones. I'm gonna go defense this week uh, to go ahead and step up for the Casey Showman of the week.
1: Benny Heist, tell us what you got going on over at bestsided.com. Plug all the work, my brother. Everything
2: and anything. Hartzell, up until last night, since Halloween, for anybody that enjoys a little bit of National Basketball Association hey, coverage, buddy. we we were going 14-4 and 4 in our daily NBA props. We'll have another one coming out today that you can check out. Had a really good Thursday night for anybody that had read our Best Bets article. I had written up Jonathan Taylor uh, as a guy that I really like to exceed his receiving yards. He did that along with his rushing yards. So we're off to a nice start this NFL and NBA season. We're hoping to Keep that going, plus best bets, college football and NFL upsets. It is all available. Plenty of coverage. We also launched a new podcast this week called Bet and Breakfast, which you can hear the voice of one Hartzell Gray on the introduction. Thank you again, my brother, for hey. helping us out with that. So there you go. We're, we're keeping ourselves busy. we got plenty of videos, content, articles, whatever you need to get through the week in betting. We are here for you.
1: Next week, Benny, here's what I like to do before I let you go. Can we do an all-NBA sports thing?
2: Listen, we have been talking betting on this show for the last what seems like what several several months to a year or so and and sports betting isn't even available in kansas city yet but when it is people have been listening to the casey morning show will be fully prepared and more ready to go than anybody else so we might as well do that once kansas city gets
1: an nba team as well more ready to go you know that that is the bar on this show we just try to get you more ready to go right it used to be we ready now it's we more ready <laughs> bitty heist managing editor at bedsidic.com, my brother have a great weekend elena the real star of the segment let's just be honest mm-hmm.
2: listen it's real real star of the segment real star in life i am just mr elena heisley
1: Viddy <laughs> heis and elena <laughs> we'll chat next week you got it going straight to one place right to kansas city the kc morning show My friends, Hall of Fame Weekend in Kansas City celebrates the best of college basketball's past and present. It's more than a game. Join the action at T-Mobile Center on November 22nd and 23rd as Kansas State, Arkansas, Illinois, and Cincinnati battle in one of the nation's top early season tournaments at the Hall of Fame Classic presented by Hotels.com. T-Mobile Center will be rocking as the Hall of Fame Classic semifinals pit Kansas State versus Arkansas and Illinois versus Cincinnati, followed by the consolation and championship games. Games the next night, four big time programs from four big time college basketball conferences all competing on the same floor. And during the games, don't miss appearances by the members of the National Collegiate Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2021. History, tradition and high level action in the heart of Kansas City. This is college basketball's biggest stage. Get your Hall of Fame classic tickets now at Hallofameweekend.com or at the T-Mobile Center box office. You don't want to miss this. You're You're listening to the KC KC Morning Morning Show. Show.